This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Wherever you're hanging in, listening to the program, we appreciate it. We're here weekdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Repeat of the show, 10 p.m. Eastern. And first thing in the morning at 6 a.m. here on AMI-audio. Also, folks, remember, we are available through TuneIn Radio, the Radio Player Canada app. So if you do have to sneak out, go do some stuff, you can take us with you. Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn Radio, awesome apps in which to do a search and find AMI-audio and enjoy Kelly and company while you're on the move. Ramya Muthan, Kelly McDonald, we are the hosts of the program, and we get these conversations sometimes that leap off of each other, and we get so much background. Mary Mamaliti Rum was talking to us about some things we can do with pumpkins and, and stuff like that uh, post-Halloween. And folks, we have the benefit now of getting some more information and ideas. Um, never can have enough, of course, on the program. We're greedy that way. Let's welcome in to Talk Nutrition, as we do every other Tuesday, with uh, Julia Karanchis. I love the world of nutrition. Join me, Julia Karanchis, as we talk about everything from food and nutrition to living a vibrant lifestyle. Julia, I'm learning so much because, you know, I'm a fan. I like my pumpkin seeds. I've, I've always liked the carving when I was a kid of the, of the pumpkin and just having them around or seeing the different shapes when someone says, hey, look at this one. Isn't this cool? Let's talk about pumpkins and ideas what to do with them and how to eat them uh, because it's that time, you know, Halloween's done and what to do to dispose. Yeah, Halloween is done, but pumpkins are not. So, I mean, I... I personally, I bought multiple pumpkins in October that are still well intact, and now they're just sitting there. So I started to think about pumpkin pie, but then I also started to think about how a pumpkin is a squash, like a winter squash, to be more mm-hmm. exact. And yeah, right. I mean, it's it's so funny. We treat it, we treat it like a. And I don't know, like not like a regular food, but no, it no, is. We don't. And we, it is. It's one of those yeah. weird things we think about at the certain time of the year. Um, yeah. And that includes the pies, mammoth amount of pies from, you know, the middle of October or early October through to Christmas. Um, yeah. But they seem to be no different than squash you'd find at a grocery store. Exactly. And so that went through my head. And then, I mean, because to throw it out, you're literally throwing out. Food. food. It's like if you bought a summer squash off the grocery store shelf and then you just brought it home, put it on your table. And then two weeks later, you're like, OK, I'm done. Look like I'm done looking at you. I'm going to throw you out. And I hope other societies don't view them the same way as we do as, yeah, well, you're that creepy food from from Halloween. Forget yeah. it. I mean, it's just kind of bizarre. So. So then I started looking into all the things that we can do with pumpkin that go beyond pies pies and, and lattes because that's Great. that's our seems to be a big um, go to <laughs> it's the go to <laughs> okay amazing well i mean i'm re- looking forward to this convo because like you said the in season when it comes to food part is very uh amazing so yeah let's talk about why it's different from squash that you would find at a grocery store first right. of all are they well, okay, so they're a winter squash. Like if you look up, you know, if you really want to be sciencey and talk about like the genus and the species of the plant, 
Um, it does fall into this category. And so it's a winter squash, meaning that it has a hard skin as opposed to a summer squash like a zucchini where the skin is soft and therefore edible. I mean, we, we don't eat the skin of an acorn squash. We don't eat the skin of a no. butternut squash, but we still consume those foods, right? So, you know, we, we do eat the butternut squash and the acorn and the spaghetti squash. So it seems logical to give pumpkin more consideration in the mm -hmm. culinary realm, right? And especially because, you know, just to take it one step deeper, it is a great source of fiber. It's a great source of vitamin A and C. It's a good helping of potassium. And the seeds, I mean, even if you don't want to eat the actual pumpkin, and it's even more funny to think about that, like the seeds are really available all the time as, yes. you know, a seed, like a sunflower yes. seed, a pumpkin seed. I mean, we eat the seeds all the time. So what's happening to the pumpkin that we took the seeds out of? So the mm. seeds are great for fiber and protein. It's kind of a backwards mm. thing with us, isn't it? Because a lot of things, yeah. we get rid of the seeds. These we will champion and promote yeah. them, but it's a food we also, as you say, throw away because uh, it's associated with a, a particular time of the year when you could have pumpkin soup year round. It, it, it would be beautiful. Yeah. That's so funny. That's such a funny concept when you think about it, how, yeah, like normally we eat fruit, we like with a melon, you hollow out the melon and you throw out those guts or like a papaya, you throw out those guts. But with the pumpkin, we seem to only want the seeds. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're, so, they're viewed as a, a treat really, um, yeah. because you can roll them in seasoning and your butter and stuff. So besides pie, what can you do with pumpkins? So first off, I want to specify that only pumpkins that haven't been carved into in any capacity are safe for eating. So unfortunately, if you have carved a pumpkin, you'll have to find another non-edible way to reuse it or to dispose of it or to do something with. So from a food safety standpoint, the, the food has to be intact. You cannot have cut into it. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you have a perfectly, perfectly intact pumpkin... You can chop it up and make soup. You would just chop it like you would a squash, roast it, and then peel it. It's easier to peel once it's roasted. And then you blend. And you could blend with a broth. You could blend with a cream, a coconut milk. I mean, whatever. And it would, you know, be this, you know, equivalent to a butternut squash soup, which is which is trendy. Coconut um, milk. Ooh. Yeah, like if you I wanted to go the vegan yeah. Oh, man, I buy coconut milk by the case because I just think everything is better with some creamy mm, fatness in it. Yeah. I mean, you just I just don't think you can go wrong. So. Um, so that's great. So then you and then, and you know, you're making the soup, you can also add in the guts of the pumpkin and like boil it with all of its the bits, you know. Um, another option is to cook down the flesh and make a puree for pumpkin bread. Right. So people make banana bread all the time. Now we can also do pumpkin bread and this puree could have other uses. You could put it into a smoothie with cinnamon for a pumpkin pie spice smoothie, which I, I personally have done. Um, I've done it with canned pumpkin, too. And you could use canned pumpkin pie filling or just plain canned pumpkin and add in your own, you know, little nutmeg, cinnamon, clove if you like it. Um, and you can also if you don't want to do a soup, you can use the pumpkin chunks to make a broth. Like if you didn't want a straight pumpkin soup, cause maybe you didn't like the flavor, you could still use those pumpkin chunks, chunk chunks, chunks to make broth, you know, cause you can really add anything into a vegetable broth. So you could still use it and therefore oh, yeah. you would be, yeah. you know, just repurposing the food one more time before you 
discarded it and getting all that good, like some of the goodness out of it. Like you'd be getting some of the minerals and the vitamins out of it that way. Obviously not the fiber, but you you know, still great to use it. So you could do a full soup. You could instead do a watered down version of it and make them into a broth. You can also cook down the chunks and do purees. And then you can use that puree for baking purposes. If, if you liked the flavor. People do use pumpkin puree for a lot of things. Like I know that it's healthy. It's just that we get them in a can. Um, whereas if you have pumpkins around anyway, this time of year, it's nice to think about making it from scratch. And then yeah. I was just going to say, my mom loves roasted pumpkin. Like she just, the same way we roast squash and carrots yes. and other things in yes. season, uh, she'll do it that way. And, and I found it like kind of outside the box. Like not a lot of people necessarily do that or, or think of pumpkin to add to your roasted vegetables, but, um, why not? Why, why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not? hard, it, you know, it's, it's very like, I guess a butternut squash, like it has that really hard outside and yeah, the and inside that, that you sweet... have to roast. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you're not necessarily wanting to make it into a soup, like you said, a yes. soup or a broth, then you can just eat it in other ways. What are some things we can do with pumpkins that don't require cooking it or eating it? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough because sometimes the flavor is not for everybody. I used to think I liked pumpkin spice flavor, but it's really gingerbread flavor that I like, and I just couldn't tell. Okay, yeah, thank you, because pumpkin spice is technically not the pumpkin, right? It's just all the stuff we add into it. Yeah, yeah, and I mean... I just thought I liked it because everybody else liked it and it sounds so sounds so lovely. But then every time I would consume something pumpkin spice, I, I was like, oh no, actually I don't really like this. So it's um, the ginger. It's it's gingerbread that I like. But okay, so yes, for the for so if you're someone like me that maybe I would like the soup, but I don't I don't want all the pumpkin pie stuff. Um, so again, if the pumpkin hasn't been cut into, you can see if a local zoo or farm would take it as food for the animals. And although if you are deep in the GTA, this might not be the most practical solution. If you're on any of the outskirts, there's a lot of farms in the towns surrounding the GTA that do have animals. So you can contact them to see if that they, you know, they would take your uncarved, uncut pumpkins as food, um, And then you could also compost them or use them back in nature in the form of a bird feeder, which I know sounds ridiculous, but um, you can like hollow the pumpkin out, clean it out. You could add some sticks and then you fill it like as perches and then you just fill it with bird seed. And then eventually Mm. the pumpkin would degrade over time. And then at that point you would take it down and you would allow it to compost and finish composting. So and that would be, I guess, healthy or healthy, safe, I mean, for yeah. any of the animals that do get into it. Right. Yeah. Right. Our okay. pumpkin got eaten on our porch by, I don't know if it was a cat or a mouse or a squirrel or what, but eventually the, the mouth of the pumpkin just kept getting larger and larger. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody was having a snack. But Until the other pumpkin just disappeared. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you can... You know, composting it is a good idea. If they're not carved, see if a local farm or a local zoo would take it as food for the animal. Um, perhaps you have an animal that maybe you could feed it to. Um, and then, yeah, or, or arts and crafts time and make it a bird feeder or donate yeah. it to somebody that would make it into a bird feeder. Somebody yeah. maybe that's has more. I mean, I'm not a crafty person, so but I do like that idea. <laughs> okay. Well, is composting really the most uh, safe thing to do, logical thing to do with a carved pumpkin? 
It's the most, it's one of the safest since it's not safe for eating at that point, but you could also mash the pumpkin and spread the small pieces around for animals. If you lived in an area that it was safe to do so. But when I was doing, I was reading about that. It, it did have a warning to say that you definitely want to make sure that you've carved the pumpkin really well so that there's no seeds left in it because otherwise you end up with your own pumpkin patch. Right. Yeah, I remember is... <laughs> I remember making jack-o'-lanterns and really, you know, pulling all that stuff out of there. And again, yes. we used to eat the seeds, so we went for all yeah. the seeds and everything like that, but it was just so gooey and stuff, but I don't remember you know, and what people would do back then, and probably many people went, oh, I don't smash it, kids, have some fun, until next year, yeah. oh, look, we've got our own pumpkins. You, can, I mean, you can take it to a field or a park that has a foresty area and, and smash it if you want to, but, I mean, it just depends on where, if, if there's already animals there or do you want to bring animals to that area, um, and you don't want to be growing a pumpkin patch. But the seeds, I mean, even if you just eat the seeds and the seeds are super easy to, to consume. I mean, you take them out of the pumpkin, you clean them really good. And then you, you season them and you can season them with salt and pepper just to keep it simple. Or you could, you know, paprika, chili powder, whatever, you know, chipotle, if you like that flavor, and then you just roast them in an oven on it, like, you know, spread them out so that they're dry them and then spread them out on a cookie sheet and roast them. I'm sure. I'm sure Mary has some more exciting recipes. Oh, Mary for, for Mary had a great time <laughs> yeah, with us. Did. Yeah, made you want to go out and have like, what the heck? You got like two dozen yeah. pumpkins out here for the seeds. For the seeds and like with the holiday coming, what a fun snack to put out. Oh yeah, all through yeah. the winter and having your like in front of your movies seeds from pumpkins and people saying, what the heck? Where's your stash of? Well, anyway, there's only. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know how long. The seeds are good for after you pull them yes. all out. If you do all that work and then stash them somewhere in what conditions and everything. Obviously, think, you're not keeping pumpkins around until February no. and pulling them out of there. No. And I know you can um, blend them. Like, you can get sunflower seed butter and peanut butter and almond butter. You can also find pumpkin seed butter. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And it's, yeah, and it's pretty high and I believe it's iron, which is really fantastic, yes. especially for children. Like, develop, like, growing children because iron is really crucial for that. So, I mean... How amazing. Good I mean, you grief. You can buy it from the store. I know, right? If There's Popeye so... knew that, he'd have sworn off spinach forever oh, and spinach. been Mr. <laughs> pumpkin Seed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, Julia. I'm pretty sure there's no comparison. Yeah. No, I, I'm sure not with all the salt and pepper and all. I mean, hey, all the probably cool things he would have put on it. <laughs> oh, yes. Fish oil. Anyway, see you later on. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Folks, well, that's Julia Carantis. You can join her every other Tuesday here on Kelly and Company, Opposite Wellness with Francis Wong. Up next, we're going to talk a little bit about roller skating, a um, little item that Rummy is going to take us through. We'll have some chat about this. And uh, what is it? The forgotten sport activity that so many of us should really think about jumping into? A pair of skates? We'll be right back. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.